Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast with Trey and Lee. Hey guys, we're glad you're here with us today. It's been two weeks since we have been hanging out with you guys, and we're glad y'all are back. Thank you for listening and keeping up to date with stuff. We are honored. A um, couple of things real quick. We're going to be in Ida Bell, Oklahoma in about 10 days. Now, I don't know when you are listening to this, uh, so it, <laughs> we want to make sure you know. September the 10th, I September believe. September 10th is where we're going to be, Idabel, Oklahoma. Idabel, Oklahoma is actually really close to Arkansas, uh, Louisiana, Texas, and so any of those states, come on. We actually mm-hmm. have a, uh, folks from Missouri coming. All of those states are coming and represented at this workshop. Going to be a big workshop, a lot of couples coming. Um, we actually just closed childcare on that today because they have run out of space. There's that many folks wow. coming. Yeah, but uh, we're excited about that. And then, in case you haven't heard, uh, we're doing a marriage cruise in January, and there is still a few spots open for that. It will be January the 23rd through the 28th, and all the details are on our webpage, treyandlee.com. Um, if you have questions, reach out to us or to our travel agent. There's a link on there where you can talk to her. But uh, last year's marriage cruise was awesome. It was so much fun. Got to meet some amazing couples. Uh, everybody, man, that went said, we're doing this again. And, uh, yeah, it was just good stuff. It was. And and don't let it scare you off thinking, oh, we don't want to go on a cruise and, and sit in classes all day long. Because I promise that's not what it's about. We have... Uh, couple of hours worth of classes, the two days that we're at sea, um, and then the rest of the time is yours to do with what you want. And um, so, yeah, it, it's just a great time. Yep. You will like it, I promise. Um, but get signed up. Uh, we're about two weeks out before uh, I think the window is going to close. And so at least you can get signed up. Don't have to turn in a deposit right now. But I think deposits are due in a couple of weeks. But uh, it will be a lot of fun. We're going to have a good time. Uh, today we're going to talk about get this some horrible horrible marriage tips marriage that have been advice. yeah that, that's been around for a long time and these are some tips or advice that still gets thrown out there today that we're not very big fans of and so we're going to talk about these there are eleven we're not going to spend a lot of time on each point because we're going to keep this at about twenty minutes that is our goal. Um, some of these you're going to go, wait, I've heard that all my life. <laughs> but uh, there, are some, there are some marriage tips on here that we need to debunk as good advice. These are not good advice. These are bad advice. Mm-hmm. So take off. Let's go to number one. Yeah. So number one, and you're going to go, wait. Uh, but number one, we think this is a myth. Don't go to bed mad. Yeah. Don't go to bed angry or don't go to bed upset with your spouse. Now, the point is, if you can fix something before you go to bed, do it by all means. But that does not mean you cannot go to bed if you're put out or frustrated with your spouse. Because sometimes, at nighttime, you're tired, you're frustrated, um, you'd like to get it fixed, but you can't. And you can sleep on it, mm-hmm. and you have a better, clearer mind the next day. Um, you you can sometimes you wake up and you go that was really kind of dumb mm-hmm. I shouldn't have been fighting about that I was blowing things out of proportion it always you know sometimes when you go to bed and you get up in the morning things just look better in the morning and and you've had time to work through it in your mind and get over some things and yeah so it, yeah we're not a big fan there is a Bible verse that everybody loves to quote 
Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Can I just say, that is one of the most misquoted Bible verses. This has nothing to do with, with marriage, your spouse. Um, in the context, this is, uh, yeah, and, and it's kind of taken out of context to try to make it say something that it's not. Uh, if you're aggravated at your spouse, if you can fix it, great. If you're just frustrated and need to sleep on it, go sleep on it. Uh, it is okay to go to bed. I, we have 34 years of marriage. I'll be honest, we both have gone to bed a little frustrated with one each, uh, at one another at times. And probably the next day woke up thinking that was stupid mm-hmm. and apologized yes. for now, blowing something if out you're of proportion. Still, if you're still upset the next morning and you feel like we, you know, we really do need to talk about this, then by all means, get it settled that day. Don't, don't let it drag on. Um, but... Chances are, nine times out of ten, just getting a good night's sleep and, and you know, things are going to be better in the morning. That's right. Number two, bad marriage advice. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. I don't know who came up with this point, but it's not a good point. Uh, now, we're not talking about, hey, I got to go to work today. I'll see you tonight at six. We're talking about what? Yes, long extended absences. Those are hard on marriage. They are hard. You know, we're not even talking about, you know, a weekend away or a week away from each other because yes, usually when when you're gone for a few days and you know, I'm I'm missing you and I'm missing our normal routine and when you get home, I'm I'm glad to see you. And and those kinds of short absences do make the heart grow fan, fonder. But yes. these long extended uh, you know, where you're working in different cities, um, those kinds of things, those are hard on marriages. And and, and yeah. too many of those short absences are not going to be a great thing. You sure. may be going, well, I'm only gone for my spouse for two days, but I, I do this six times a right, month. Right, if it happens frequently. Yes. And, yes, and the point we're trying to make is, we've heard it said before, because we've had couples talk about this. Uh, one spouse says, I've got a job offer in another state, and I'm going to make a lot more money. It'll help us pay off some bills but I'm going to be gone for weeks at a time. And and we do live in a good time where there's FaceTime and there's text messaging and there's things that help. But don't believe the lie that absence makes a heart grow fonder because we have seen just the opposite. We've seen couples who have said that very thing. I'm going to go work elsewhere and uh, I'm going to make a bunch of money, but I'll be home every few weeks to check in. And those marriages we know of specifically collapsed, burned and crashed. Solid, strong marriages. So don't always think the better job two states away that's going to make you gone all the time is always a better thing. At the same time, can we just say there are some jobs that require being gone. Maybe you're a pilot. Maybe you're a spouse or you are in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just have to work extra hard to make that work. And and so we're not saying your marriage is going to crash and burn, but we are going to say that it's going to take extra work. Mm-hmm. So be cautious about that. Yes. Uh, the third one is marriage is easy if you just find the right person. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we hear this <laughs> all the time. you got to marry the right person. Uh, it's amazing that 100% of all marriages, when they get married on their wedding day, they believe this is the right person. And then a few marriage problems down the road, and they're going, I don't think I married the right person. Uh, most of the time, marriage is less about finding the right person and you being the right person. Um, and and the thing, other thing you need to catch about this is marriage isn't always easy, period. Even with the right person. There are times it's going to be tough. Yes. Uh, there are times it's going to be stru- that you're just going to struggle, even with the right person. Um, and so don't always just think marriage is going to be easy. I just don't, I've got some problems, so I obviously didn't marry the right person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you can be 
100% compatible in every area and you're still going to have some struggles. Yep. It, that's just that's just life. And the first thing you can't do is pop up and go, well, obviously I have, I have married the wrong person. Um, can couples grow apart? Absolutely. Uh, can couples struggle? Absolutely. But uh, don't think marriage is going to be easy just because you have found the right person. Yes. Um, the fourth one is your kids should always come first. Yeah, we talked about this a yeah, lot, but it's a did. good time to throw it up because we may have a new listener. Uh, we're not saying neglect your kids. We're saying don't neglect your marriage because that's the thing that gets neglected while raising your kids. Yeah, That gets moved to the back burner and uh, God should come first, your marriage should come second, and your kids should come third. And that's only because... Um, your kids need to see a healthy marriage. And if they're getting everything they want and they're put first in every situation, uh, they're seeing mom and dad and they're not seeing uh, you being husband and wife and going on dates and going out for a weekend trip occasionally, whatever it is. Yeah. And if you're not nurturing your marriage along the way while you're raising kids, when those kids leave the nest, mm. too many times couples find they have an empty marriage because you, you can't just cruise along and think, you know, one of these days we'll get back to being married and living as a married couple. Um, yeah, you've got to nurture it all along the way. Don't neglect your marriage while you raise your kids. Yes. Give us number five. When the spark is gone, the marriage is over. Now, Hollywood believes that's true. Yes. I've lost the spark. Uh, I am moving out. And uh, when the spark has disappeared, we think you should just simply reignite the spark. Yeah. I mean... Good grief. If your car runs out of gas, you don't sell your car and buy a new car. You you put gas in the car. I mean, that's just that's just silly. Exactly. Hot water heaters. Now, some of you don't know, hot water heaters have a little uh, pilot light on them that just goes all the time, and occasionally it will go out. Mm -hmm. And you don't come out there and go, well, let's just get a whole new hot water. You just relight the hot water heater. Mm -hmm. And so the point is... Uh, you don't have to sell your house when a bulb goes out. Get a new bulb. Um, don't throw your marriage out. Work to make it good again. We we live in a society that is uh, an upgrade society. It's a disposable, disposable society. We like disposable napkins, plates, uh, cell phones, uh, in a sense that, hey, this one's not working. I'll upgrade it. Huh. Everything's disposable now. I mean, we, there used to be such a thing as TV repairmans. Yeah, now that, you that does not exist anymore. Throw it away. You throw away the, the TV. Yeah. I mean, that's just. And so we buy into yeah. this in our relationships, going, yeah. we're having marriage problems. Uh, we're having some serious issues. Uh, I need to upgrade my marriage. Obviously, I didn't marry the right person, and like my cell phone, I'll upgrade it. But relationships don't upgrade like cell phones do. Uh, work on fixing what you got to be good again. Mm -hmm. uh, people, we have seen some really, really, really bad marriages become fantastic marriages because both husband and wife were ready to go to work on them and make them work. Yeah. I mean, every marriage really, if you want to be truthful, uh, at some time or another, the spark is going to be not what it was at one time. I mean, it's it's ups and downs. It's peaks and valleys. Um, you know, for whatever reason. And so you just, yeah, if, if it's, if you're just find yourself in a low, in a valley, you got to work hard to get that spark back because it, it will come back. It yeah. will, it can. Yeah, it can. So don't check out just because you've lost the spark. Uh, number six, 
uh, a bad piece of marriage advice is if you'll ignore problems you're having, they will eventually go away. Yeah. Now, this is a man issue, okay? Most women don't do this, but men are really bad about this. Uh, I'll just ignore this. If we'll quit talking about it, it'll go away. Quit bringing it up. Uh, that's not the case. Uh, if, if there is a problem, it won't go away. That's kind of like saying we have a, um, early stages of cancer, and if we just will pretend like it's not there, <laughs> right. it, it will just, just fix go. Itself. No, 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 yeah. no. you got to go work on it. <laughs> fix it. And uh, you can't sweep things under the rug. It will make them bigger and worse mm-hmm. down the line. And, and if you can work on things early instead of waiting until they're huge, mm-hmm. that makes such a huge difference yeah. as well. We, we tend to think, you know, I don't want to rock the boat. It's not, it's not that bad. It's not worth fighting over, you know, but... If there's anything that needs improvement, uh, improve it before it becomes a big, big issue. Step up and talk about it. That may require you to go, uh, hey, honey, I really wish our intimacy and sex life was a little bit better. That may require you to say, honey, I wish we had better conversation Mm -hmm. and what can we do to make it better? Um, You're going to have to actually bring this up versus just thinking it's going to get better on its own. Tough conversations are not fun, but in the long run, they'll bring results uh, that will benefit your marriage. You and I have had some tough conversations. We have. And, and they have made us better and stronger, and they have fixed things. Yeah. And, and I'm thankful for them. I don't like them, but I'm thankful for them because we have worked through some things that could have been bad had we just not been willing to have a tough conversation. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, sometimes you have to remind people, uh, you can either live with this, and we do this a lot. Somebody will reach out and go, how do I fix this? Well, you're going to have to bring it up. You're either going to have to, one, live with it because you're not willing to bring it up, or two, bring it up because you don't want to live with it. Uh, Whatever it is, got to get it fixed. Um, So don't ignore the problem and think they'll go away. Bring it up. And you may have to bring it up twice, three times, whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. So the next bad piece of advice is that your spouse should know what you need without you having to tell them. Is that a man or a woman thing, generally? Generally, uh, men struggle with that. Or women struggle with that more than men. Uh, Women just think, man, we've been married for 20, 30 years, whatever it is. He should know me by now. He should know that I like uh, my coffee a certain way. Or he should know that I don't want him to wake me up in the morning. Or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, Men are just not wired that way. To be as intuitive as women are. That is true. That is true. And sometimes we have to be reminded of things. And there are things, man, I I think our communication is really good. I think I know so much about you. And yet the other day you said, we've been married 34 years. You don't know how I like my hamburger at this time in our marriage. And I was like, no, No. yes, I know. Um, Yeah. And, And we've had ladies that have said that, you know, my husband should just know by now. He probably doesn't, and and either that or he's forgot, and you're going to have to remind him again. Uh, just because you're married doesn't mean your spouse can read your mind. You may be really, really good at picking up on hints, subtle little innuendos that your spouse says, but uh, you may you, you may be married to somebody who don't doesn't is not able to connect any kind of dots. Can't get them dots close enough for them to connect. Yep. All right. So, number eight, bad marriage advice. If you have problems or conflict, 
you just have a bad marriage. Yeah. We, we associate problems with a bad life or a bad marriage. If we're, if we're having some issues, well, I, I've just got a, everything's bad and I'm a bad person or I've got a bad marriage. Every marriage has problems. Every marriage has conflict. There is no perfect marriage. Yeah. And just because you're having some problems, just because you're working through things, just because you're getting some counseling, just because you're reading a marriage book, because you're going to a marriage workshop, doesn't mean you have a bad marriage. It's true. Uh, there's no perfect people, so there is. There's never going to be a perfect marriage out there. Um, you know, I mean, we. Good grief! We stand up and we talk to couples uh, every month. We we write books on marriage. We we do these podcast episodes, and and we still have conflict we that we have to work through. And so much of the things that we tell you that don't work, it's because we've done them. <laughs> right. And we're like, don't do this. Don't do it this. don't work. Yes. Quit it. You know. Yes. So yeah, uh, every marriage has has issues. Ours has problems. Uh, that we deal with, that we work through, but it doesn't mean we have a bad marriage. Uh, understand that marriages are going to have ups and downs and peaks and valleys. And, and, and I will tell you this, if you're willing to work on your marriage in the good times and not just the bad times, uh, you'll have less bad times. Mm-hmm. A lot of couples sit around and they just kind of wait until things are really struggling. They go, okay, we need some help, which is good. But you know, if you're listening to a marriage podcast, which you're doing, and that is awesome. If you're reading a marriage book, if you're going to a marriage workshop, when things are going well, then uh, it will make less bad times. It's a, it's, a, it's a great thing. Yeah, it's very healthy. All right, next one. We think this is a myth. God just wants me to be happy. Yeah, can I, can I jump on this for a yeah. second? Yeah. Um, we hear people sometimes that say, I, I believe God wants me to ha- be happy in my marriage, and I'm not. And, and the point that they're making is, I'm going to check out on my marriage because I'm not feeling happy right now, and I believe God wants me to be happy. And can I just say that we also believe that God wants you to be happy, but not to the point that you check out on your marriage just because you're not happy. Um, we've got to be cautious that we don't become people who just run off of feelings. Uh, the feeling of happiness in marriage comes and goes. Uh, you don't have to, and, and you're going to have to work to keep it going. Um, and you're, you may not be happy all the time, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean, hey, I just need to check out on stuff. Yeah. But we do hear that all the time. God wants me to be happy and I don't feel like I'm happy right now. Um, God does want you to be happy, but not if it ever goes against what His will is in your life. Exactly. Yeah, I can't say, hey, God wants me to be happy, and happiness would be robbing um, a friend of mine because I want money in order to buy this. Uh, God doesn't want you robbing a friend. Does that make sense? God doesn't want you checking out on your spouse uh, just because you don't have the feelings you had. Yeah. So be cautious about that. Uh, your, your spouse is not solely responsible for your happiness. I mean, that's just really almost absurd to think that one person can fulfill you completely. They, so, they should add to it. Yes, add to your happiness, but they are not responsible for You're responsible your for your own Absolutely. happiness. Your it, attitude. Yes. Uh, the old Tom Cruise movie of You Complete Me is just bunk. Um, 
your spouse doesn't complete you. They complement you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they add to you. They, they, it's like peanut butter and jelly, but they don't complete you. Um, that's God that does that. Now, I, I do want to add this, and, I, and it, it really should go without having to say it, but if you are unhappy because there is any kind of abuse going on in your marriage, that's a whole different ball of wax right there. Yes. Uh, so I'm glad you brought that up. And, and we, we don't think that should be said every time we talk about mm-hmm. marriage, but it does need to be repeated. We feel that. If there's physical abuse in your marriage, you need to check out. Yes. You need to separate and get away from that Physical person. abuse, mental abuse, verbal abuse. You, you need to get some help, some serious professional help. And, and we never encourage anyone to stay when they are being harmed. Yeah, ever. In any way. Ever. Because that goes against what God wants. Yes. Uh, there should never be that kind of abuse in marriage. Uh, can I move on? Let's do these last two. Yes. Uh, number 10, uh, get in marriage advice from someone of the opposite sex. Yeah, that's... Yeah, we talked about that enough. But we're going to throw this out here because somebody's going to... There's always somebody that goes, well, my buddy's wife, you know, she's going to help me better understand my wife. So I'm going to talk. Don't do that. <laughs> no. That's dumb. Uh, ladies, don't go, well, my, my husband's friend would be a good person to help me understand my... No, stop talking to the opposite sex about... Your marriage problems. You're looking for trouble. That's the way affairs start. Um, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just don't. No. Just don't. There. If if you need advice about how your husband thinks, whatever it is, there are plenty of books that are written that are geared that way. Yep. You know, uh, you you've got some on your bookshelf. I know. I do, and um, we've done. We have done. Uh, podcasts on, yes. on what your husband wants and, and what and, your and wife wants. And vice versa. There's plenty of books that men can read yeah. that help them understand women. There's plenty of books that women can read that help them understand men. So don't think you have to go to a person of the opposite sex to understand your spouse. And better. if you do, make sure they are a professional, professional. counselor, <laughs> yes. therapist, um, someone, someone who does that for a living. All right, that is totally legal. Yes. Because, uh, but be very, very cautious about getting marriage advice uh, from someone of the opposite sex. That's just looking for trouble. Number yes. eleven. Ooh, having a child will make your marriage stronger and save your marriage. So, if we're having some marriage struggles and things aren't always clicking along well, we should just have a baby, and that will make it better. <laughs> Um, we sh- definitely should not know. Um, no more babies. No more babies. Okay. But a lot of people, a lot of people feel this, and and a lot of people have heard this advice that it, yeah. you know, that will just help your bond grow. And uh, we, if you're having issues, you need to fix your issues before you bring a child into the mix yes, of those issues. That's exactly right. And and having a baby is probably not going to make your marriage stronger. It's probably going to stretch your marriage it, a little it bit. It causes more. more stress and. In a whole nother set of issues that you're going to have to work through. Yeah. And and we're not saying don't bring children into your marriage. Mm-hmm. We're simply saying don't believe the lie that says, hey, I'll have a kid and it will make my marriage stronger and save and, and help us to kind of patch up the problems mm-hmm. we're having. No, patch up your problems first before having the kid. Uh, that's just a healthy thing to do. There you go. We knocked out 11 and we did it in 23 minutes. <laughs> 
Wow. Yes. Thank you all for listening. We are so glad you joined us today. You ever have podcast ideas or something you think would be good? Yeah, uh, let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd love to do it. Thank you for listening. We are absolutely honored that you do. Have a great day. What else you got to say? That's it. We'll be back in two weeks. All right. See you then.